0: Hi there. Good morning. Have you taken your time to thank the Lord for sustaining you all through? Have you taken time to um, to just uh, be grateful for having someone do for you what you can never do for yourself? You see, it's one of those things we should always consider as believers to. Uh, always give thanks and praise to jesus no matter how how difficult or tired it may look so i want to encourage you if you have not done that please you should you're welcome to the refinance podcast and uh, today i'll be talking to us about something very significant in in the body of christ and uh, most especially uh, the christian family you see the context of um a lot of topics in um, in the bodies, always very um significant but you see a lot of people actually uh will not go back to check the context of uh, of the things we talk about okay so a preacher can for instance come on the altar or the pulpit and then pick a topic and um Say something, and you know, people actually tend to uh, uh, misquote, or let me say, not really understand what the preacher was actually talking about. So, today I'll be um, a bit elaborate on the speakings of the flesh. So, the context of the flesh in the scripture and the Christian family is in most cases refer to every thoughts actions character or behaviors extremely opposite from god's designed way of living for the human race okay i repeat the context of the flesh in the scripture and the christian family is in most cases referred to every thoughts actions characters all behavioral patterns extremely opposite from God's designed way of living for the human race, and I want you to understand that God bestowed in man everything and all arsenals to combat the flesh, hereby imputing His life to man as a matter of will. And so He gave man the power of will so this was a technology ensuring that his spirit will no longer strive with man thereby giving man the um, the privilege to choose between life and death so i i think god was um, presenting a life and death to man so he, this power of will or this technology actually enabled man to be able to uh, choose from life or death so at the point and i expect god will actually uh encourage a man to pick life so um, and we have been given the power to choose between life and death Do you can find that in deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 15. so see i have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil so the choice of yielding to the flesh is the spirit okay sorry the choice of yielding to the flesh and the spirit of god is a matter of of your choice okay so but child of god i present to you life and death but i will advise you to choose life Mm, child of god i want to let you know that there is something called the speakings of the flesh and as believers we should sincerely labor against the speakings of the flesh child of god your flesh has a voice and it speaks consistently and these speakings are always against the the precepts of god i want you to understand that your flesh has a voice and it is always speaking and it's speaking will never go in line the speakings of God or the precepts of God it is always countering what God has said so the only goal of the speakings of the flesh it is such that it counters the voice of holiness right living holy precepts from God in divinely orchestrated rules leading you to the place of consecration so the flesh will never allow, I mean, it will never allow you to consecrate yourself for Christ. So it is always countering everything that Christ has said concerning your life. So, child of God, when this is achieved, you will be a stranger to God and everything related to godliness. So in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 these speakings of the flesh countering the instructions of God came to Adam and Eve and he said did God say now this was an avenue to counter the instructions God gave to Adam and Eve he said did God say in my previous podcast I think I I made a a statement about uh, about the tree of the good knowledge of evil. I mean so the tree of life and the tree of good or knowledge or or evil. So, I said that uh, these things might not necessarily have been a tree scenario, okay? But it was like um, an instruction. Okay? So, God came to the garden and, and said, eat of this. Don't eat of this. So, we are now really focused on these trees. No. Actually, the trees might have existed, okay? But... That is not where our focus should be. Our focus should be on the kind and the quality of instructions that was given to Adam. So God said, don't eat. And while Satan came, he said, eat. So you can see um, the speakings of the flesh trying to uh, outclass the the, the precepts of God. Okay, so God said, and while Satan came, he said did god say now this was an avenue and a an orchestration to counter the original instructions of god to the heart of man so a lot of us god speak to us daily but we still find out that there's a lot countering the instructions of god to our heart okay and sometimes Or let me say, in most cases, you find believers yielding to these instructions and speakings of the flesh, countering the instructions of God to our hearts. So, the devil came and said, Did God say that the devil will always ask you these questions, bringing you to a point where you become an enemy of God? Ah, So, child of God, how many times have you yielded? to these fleshly speakings that brings you to enmity with God. So, if you want to have a sincere walk with the Lord, you must consciously subdue these speakings of the flesh. Dear brethren, nothing matters in life. There is no glory here. There's nothing. There's nothing. See, sincerely, I I tell you the truth. There's nothing here. No matter how how sweet and unique, how beautiful, how wonderful, how marvelous, how how fantastic it will look. I, I tell you the truth, there is no glory here. There is no glory in this world. So our consciousness and our focus should be pleasing the Father, thereby anticipating our crown of glory that will be given to us when we have overcome truth. So a lot of people have, have have gotten out this mindset that there is no consciousness of the Christ life. There is no consciousness of the goal at all anymore. Everyone is just um, living his life, and, and no one is, is actually uh, concerned about the precept of Jesus, the precept of God to our life. Nobody is concerned about his, uh, the totality of ease or ordination. So. There's no glory here on earth, and sincerely, nothing should make you trade your relationship with God, child of God. Nothing should make you trade your relationship with God. Not nothing is worth taking your your relationship with God away. You must guard it jealously at all cost, at all cost, at all cost, at all cost. So nothing is worth it. Nothing is what's making you fight with God. Nothing is what's making you an enemy of God. So child of God, the pleasures associated with the flesh is always temporary. Oh. But you will never recognize how temporary these pleasures are until you have you are done offending God. Oh. So a lot of us actually um, uh, have have ignored the cross. And have yielded to the pleasures of sin you see you will never recognize how temporary these are um, these pleasures are until you're done for example now you're involved in sexual immorality you know at that point you are already so interested in that feeling man you, you want to you want to offload what's already inside you and I tell you the truth after five minutes after ten minutes As a true believer, you end up crying. You end up crying, oh God, why why then? But before you started, the speakings of the Lord came to your heart that this is wrong. Why then did you indulge in it, knowing that after a few minutes you will cry? You see, can we learn not to trade our relationship with God for anything? You see, and At that point, Satan is laughing at you. And I'm just watching you trying to say, Oh Lord, I'm sorry. Oh Lord, have mercy on me. Oh Lord, forgive. Of of the truth, I I tell you the truth. He's he's a loving father. He will forgive you. But the fact still remains, God cannot trust you. He can't trust you. He can't trust you. The fact still remains. He's a loving father, of course. He will forgive you. Will He trust you? So I ask a question. You know, when it comes to God, we, we, we always want to be um, very wonderfully taught. Okay? So we know that He's merciful and we keep on offending God and then we expect that the Lord will. Of course, that's why He's not a man. But I ask a question. If you have a child who... Who always um, offends you on daily basis? But when it comes to uh, matters concerning the, the totality of your family, can you trust it on that child? I mean, a child that offends you, sells your property, um, beats you up, <laughs> beats you up, you no. Know? does a lot of things, embarrasses you in public, disgrace, insults you in public. I, I want to ask, will you be able to trust that child when it comes to matters, deep matters relating to relating to family, relating to the future, relating to your lineage will you travel? No, I don't think I don't think. So God will forgive you, but ah, in the eyes of God, you are unserious, unserious. So, Satan will always blind you not to see how not important these pleasures are and their short satisfaction. He will only satisfy you for, for a few minutes. You'll be, you will only be happy for a few minutes. It's just like going to go and get money that God cannot give you or God doesn't want to give you. So, as you are like this, eh? Someone brings a money from a drug cartel to you and dashes you. Oh no, let me not say dash. No. You're involved in, in a bad life, eh? and then you get money out of that bad life. You see, it will not last, it can't last. It only takes it's just a, such a short satisfaction, very short satisfaction. But how then do we indulge in this thing? Disregarding God's precept and living, living a lie. You see, we, we need to be very careful. So, I don't know the kind of speakings proceeding from your flesh, but child of God, never yield to these voices. You see, the Bible says, "Resist the devil," and the only thing that will happen after resisting him is that he's going to run away from. You see, the truth is that we have not resisted it enough. So I was studying the Bible in the, in the book of Hebrew. and I saw a scripture. I think uh, Hebrew chapter twelve. I think from verse four, if I'm not mistaken. And oh, the Bible was so detailed about. I mean, so detailed about. Is is a, a child of God? The, the truth is that you think you have resisted sin, right? Yeah. But the only truth is that you have not resisted sin. Even up to the shedding of your blood. Ah! Oh child of God, you have not shed blood. You have not, you have not shed your blood. Uh, what do I mean? Let me give an example of someone that resists you know, to the shedding of blood. Joseph. Joseph. And so what I mean blood is not literally, no, not literally. But if it's if it gets to that point and you want sincerely want to please God, please I beg you, I beg you, let, let your blood go. Let Jesus see so we, we so think we are <laughs> no 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 if you want to please God I tell you the truth you are gonna please him uh, but uh, this thing we are doing is like uh this thing we are doing is very funny how how that we uh, uh, we pretend we pretend and we we are fond of i7 so you are, you, are tra- you see your pastor and you try to act like you're something that you're not man <laughs> so funny so funny you you see your pastor, you're acting like something that you're not how terrible can that be forgetting that your pastor will also stand before the throne of god answering for himself so i think it would be best that we are uh, we we are concerned about our own lives you get I think it will be best we are concerned about our own lives with God. Okay. So here yeah, Apostle Paul said you should work out your own salvation. It's not your pastor's salvation, your own. With fear and trembling. This was the criteria for working out that salvation. So you should work it out with fear and trembling. And at this point, nothing should be able to um make you compromise. Okay. So uh Resisting these speakings can be very difficult, but we must keep laboring to enter into the wholeness of the life of Christ. See, I show you Christ, I bring Christ to you. You see, he was a man 100 percent and he was full of the spirit. He was a man, he traded this earth. (laughs) One of the days I was talking to a friend and man, you could see how ridiculous people can people's thoughts can be and i we were just talking and i told the person i said christ was 100 percent human and he lived life on earth and then guess what my friend said my friend said no no no, no. it's not really my friend but i was talking to a group of people and my just the group we we're having a discussion and, and then one of them said one of them said uh said it was very easy for for the patriarchs of old to overcome and avoid temptation okay because the the quality of the temptations at that time is actually different from the quality of temptation we have on earth now You, you see you see how easy it is for humanity is see a humanity to to come up with ex- excuses to keep living the life they want to live okay? forgetting that it is the same devil it is the same darkness that is still treading the face of the earth so a man will say that the, the temptation of that time was quite and i was like come on is this where we have gotten to so child of god you need to resist these things up to the shedding of the blood so if you say it is just the devils of or or, 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 or the temptation of that time is even now there was immorality there was sexual vices there was them there was um, um money laundry there was I, I don't have that time to go go back to the scriptures and and uproot these similarities between the the temptations of now and the ones that we there But but the Bible says this man treated the face of the earth, and I, he said, the man, man, the human race was not able to deserve them. They didn't deserve this man because they pleased the Lord. All their lives was to please Jesus. So, child of God, Okay, Hebrew chapter twelve verse. So I think I said it right. The Bible and Apostle Paul brought a reality to us and brought the light. They brought to light the state, the state of this present church. So now we know that you are trying to avoid temptations and every other vices that amplifies the voice of the flesh. But Apostle Paul says that you have not resisted the, the uh, resisted to. The point of bloodshed, so the striving against sin is that you have not resisted to the point of bloodshed. The striving, so though you try to avoid this, the amplification of these speakings and probably the escalation thereof, but you haven't yet resisted even to the shedding of your blood. So, if it will take your blood to please Jesus, <laughs> let your blood flow. Hey, hey, I, I say it again if you do take your blood to please Jesus child of god please let your blood flow see i am not talking to you as a perfect man i'm talking to you as um someone who actually uh, understands what it means to be a friend of god and uh how much I- i'm talking to you from a point of how much and how deep i am also laboring because no one is perfect yes no one is perfect And it's not by your strength, it's by um, the measure of which the Spirit is able to help you. But you have to consistently labor. It's a deliberate action. And while you labor, you don't depend on your strength. Okay? So, child of God, I repeat, if it will take your blood to flow, just to please Jesus Christ, please let it flow. So, whatever it will take for you not to sin or listen to the speaking of the flesh, it is worth it. It is worth it. So, child of God, I came that I will encourage you. There, there are a lot of dangers, a lot of dangers to yielding to this weakness of the faith. One of the major dangers is that it will always turn your back. It will always turn you against God. And you know what will happen when you become an enemy of God. Man, you know what it takes. You know what it's about. So, I want to encourage you, please. Stay with God. Stay focused. Love the Lord and... Fight sin with your life, fight sin. And I trust that the Lord is always ready to empower you. The Spirit of the Lord is always willing to empower you. You see, one of my, um, one of my podcasts, I think I made, mention, I made mention, I said, God is not looking for perfect men, but sincere men. He's looking for sincere men that he can help. <laughs> you see, you, you think you're already, you, because you are able to overcome um, immorality in your, in your neighborhood you think you have overcome immorality, no, it's because you have not uh, been opportune to see um, uh, immorality that come from the overseas, (laughs) you see, you see God is only looking for sincere men, a heart that will keep crying, oh Lord have mercy, Father help me, a sincere heart, and I think this was the difference between the men of now, and the men of the old, those men were sincere, and the Bible will speak how David will oh, how David will cry to the Lord. Example is in Psalm, Psalms chapter 51. He will cry to God and he, he will cry to God when he is. But now a man will sin and will still climb up the stage to, to talk to the people of God, to talk to the body of Christ. Come on now, come on. We need to to really watch this. We need to watch this. So I pray that the Lord will help us. I pray that Jesus will empower us. He will most especially give us his life. In that we will be able to represent him at all costs. I pray that the Lord will help us. Thank you so much for listening. I am your host, Ebenezer Bassi. Have a nice time.